We are live right now, everyone. What is up out there? My name is Holden Stefan Roy. This is Bridge the Gap. And with me today is none other than KD Two Times, who, to give a big Bad shout man. out, he came through before this channel was really doing anything in the eyes of other peoples. He came through back when we was all in the room and it wasn't live on that's the internet. Right. And nobody, you know, so <laughs> shout out KD Two Times for being. As far as the interview goes, that's as close to a day one you can get in this world. So shout that out for respect. real. Respect, respect, dog. You know, we've been there. We've been there through the trenches, dog, until now. So you're doing your thing, you also got to respect it. So it's, like, dope to have you back because last time it was more of a group thing. And then uh, now you're here and also star of a documentary level here. I just saw that. I'm just going to mm. throw it out there. So it's cool to have respect. some Montreal royalty up in here. I mean, I say that like maybe a little whatever, but for real, how many people actually are the face of a documentary on some fucking crazy run of shit? And like, that's actually wild. And people should know about that. Nah, for sure, man. You know, like, uh, it was a great idea from JS. Yo, shout out JS. And like, yo, he brought, uh, he brought like basically our reality or his reality onto film. So, you know, and then uh, that was cool, you know, to be like a, a big part of it and all that. And for the other people to see it. So, you know, shout out to him. And, like, uh, the end result was amazing. So, I have no complaints. All right. So, to get into it proper, you were born and raised in Montreal? Yes, sir. Which part of Montreal are you from? Um, Coaching Luke. Straight up. It's dope because. the Luke, baby. Apparently, back in the days, we was actually in the same parts of towns and stuff. So, that's wildly fun for me. But, no, it's, yeah, it's really. No, for sure. It's relevant for to, sure, like. I'm, I'm, to like this Sorry, first ahead, opening question that I ask everybody. It's like the proper opening question now. Um, and it kind of, it's a bit of a story. So when it lands, then you answer it and it's going to go this way. And it starts out with my girlfriend. And she's washing the cool. dishes one time. And she's got her phone out. And she's playing that Black Eyed Peas song. The, I got a feeling. Okay. And she's vibing. Big thing, big thing. She's yeah, dancing. Yeah. And I'm looking at her. And I'll go, hold up. When the fuck did this become chores music, right? Because, like, she's sitting there doing chores to this. And if you think about the song now, we put it on, maybe we're doing some exercise. Maybe we're cleaning. We're doing some, I've got to be productive, whatever it may be. And that's super wild for me to think about. Because if we run that shit back 10 years ago or in any kind of lit party environment, that shit comes on and it's the biggest turn-up song ever. 10 years mm -hmm. or so goes by. The song doesn't change. It's a song. It's still being the song that it is. But we change so much that it's like that throwback to a better time song for so many of us. And I started thinking about that, right? And I started thinking about the little ones. They're doing their thing. They're up in the club. They have no idea that they're going to grow up and do dishes to this shit. They also have no idea that we heard their shit and we do dishes to what they're turning up to right now because that's just what happens to us in life. We get older. We turn up to, you know, the, the chores and shit. That's it, exactly, you know? Yeah, with, yeah. So with that, it got me thinking about musics and evolutions and the way things kind of change over time. And when we think about ourselves as artists and the way that things run through our stories, so often it kind of starts at this adolescent phase. Like, yo, I found rap music when I was 12 and I discovered this artist and I started writing at this point and et cetera, et cetera. But really, like, mm -hmm. the start of the story is kind of way earlier than that as far as your music goes and the influences and the different things that hit you, right? So, like, you yeah, were probably right. coming right. out in the hospital and some doctor was playing some shit in the room 
and you already started absorbing music from that point on. Like, yo, I can't remember being like five years old, my guy, with the gray boxes and shit in the apartment, the amplifier, the tape deck, the radio with the fucking wires going out to all these different speakers and things. My dad be busting his fucking Led Zeppelin tapes and shit like that in the daytime. At nighttime, though, straight live from the clubs in Montreal, we got that MC Mario playing and things like that. You know, my mom, mm -hmm. she's more musical and discos and love songs and all that kind of stuff. But basically, all this was happening around me i spent way over a decade being forced to listen to what my parents was playing whatever was on the radio all this stuff and it kind of you know hugely impacted me throughout my journey so i was hoping yeah, katie two times you could run us back to being the youngest katie two times that you could remember being and walk us through a little bit about what it sounded like to be you growing up in all this yo that's a very impactful question but um yo it started back like I have to say back when I was in elementary, like that's when I felt like, yo, my my older brother put me on, like he was big on music. Yo, like, he was big on like, R&B. What about like, was, when you was younger? What was the kind of vibe of your parents and stuff? Oh, I would say like uh, not too much. Maybe my mom would play a lot of music in the house, you know, like she'd do a lot of tours to music in the house, especially on Sundays. You know, so it would be a lot of, like, like, gospel music and all that. Like, that was the vibe, you know what I mean? But, like, I didn't get to myself into music until, like, elementary. You know, like, my brother put me on. Like, he was on more, like, an R&B tip, Michael Jackson, all those type of vibe prints. So, like, I was on to that. And after that's where I got, like, my heavy dose of music. It started from there. You know, I had the uh, I, I had the tape deck from early on. And after I went on to the CD, then, you know, made the evolution to, like, you know, the MP3 player. Made it onto the iPod. So like music's been like I've been like involved in music like pretty much my whole life, you know what I mean? And like when you was like young with it, was it just like as a fan or were you like already interested in getting more involved in like making it? Or is it just more no, like your brother was sending it away? Yeah, it was mostly like I was, I was mostly a fan. Like the like the interest didn't come until like like later on, like I made it to like like Sija, bro, like about college. That's what like it really interested. But before that, like just strictly a fan and like, you know, just really dissecting the music for what it is. But like the really interest to be like, okay, yo, I'm gonna like maybe try this out, see if I could do it on my own, is like, yeah, like it was like in college. So what were you what was like a passion I mean, I know you was into the footballs and stuff, but like what yeah, other yeah. kinds of stuff was you up to when you was younger then, when you was long high school days, like what was the early activities of KD two times? Yo, man, like, I was heavy in, like, uh, I was heavy in, like, uh, online gaming, man. Like, I don't know if people know about it, but I was on, like, Major League Gaming. Like, a lot about, like, Halo, like, Halo. Yo, let's Halo run that 2. back. How do you get into that? Yo, just, like, online. Like, it was basically me and my little brother. And after that, we ended up finding someone else online that ended up being from Montreal. Then, like, we became very good friends. Right now, he lives out in Atlanta. But, like, yo, we ended up making, like, a... Uh, like a like a halo team like just it was us three now because like we picked up like a fourth person so like i was like very like nerdish back like in like high school days like i'll just like game all day it was basically like halo 2 rainbow six vegas like that's all i really did i just played video games like throughout that's all i did i mean you, you but you played competitively like that's actually yeah wild. Uh, 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 yeah because we like online tournaments we did like in-person tournaments as well like we had to like you know we drove down to toronto and stuff like that so like yeah it was like pretty Yo, serious, how many pretty people serious. be traveling to toronto to fucking actually do anything let alone a fucking <laughs> pro video that's wild yeah it's really crazy like even like now and even now like i don't play 
like I I have my PS uh, my PlayStation there like I I barely play it anymore like, I just have like no time but like that's still something like you know if I have like an hour or two to myself like I'll still turn it on and like run a game of Madden or whatever the thing is but I'm not deep as good as I was before. Fair sure. enough. I mean, that's what, I mean, the one beautiful part about the adolescent years is you can actually put like real time into some shits. Now, I mean, yeah, I, agree, yeah. I think it's fascinating how you turn gaming into something like more than gaming. Like my gaming is I throw on a giant solo RPG game and get lost in the universe and then watch YouTube videos about it after. Your shit's <laughs> like I'm squatting up. We taking over. We running it. That that's so yeah, nifty. What's sure. it like to be part of a competitive gaming team? And I'm I'm not asking that unironically. Like that's actually an interesting aspect of life. Not especially when because we're like the same age. So like back then, like yeah. that wasn't the norm. Yeah. Um. It's just that I didn't want to see myself like as like wasting time and like if there's a potential like money to be made from it. Like and if I'm playing, like why not try it out? Like you know, like if if I find that I'm good and like our team is good, like why not just try it out? You know, like if I'm here putting in hours on the game, I should, I might as well try and see if I can get some like dividends out of it. You know what I mean? Did y'all so, end up winning? No, there was no like, like, yo, we kind of got smashed in the tournament, but it was like, yo, it was a humbling experience. It was a learning experience. Like you may be playing online and you think, oh, yo, you're good. But then you will some, you meet some real guys that could like, you know, they, 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 they could work in the sticks, you know? And it's like, all right, yo, you, you guys are pretty good. So like, yeah, it was cool. It was a good experience. I can't say like, I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't go back on it for anything, but, like, it was fun. Like, pretty much enjoyed it, like, that time. Like, the little few years that I did it, like, yeah, I was down with it. It was cool. Yeah, it's wild. It's almost like any other dream, though. Like, you get to the real leagues, and it's like, oh, it's like that, like that. <sighs> okay. Yeah, you're not for sure, man. Yo, you run into some people that are, like, really nice at the game, you know? Like, they could actually play, you know? Just, like, if you play ball, hockey, any, like, sport, like, you know, there's guys out there that could that are uh, highly, like, better than you. And it's just like, all right, yo, you do this better than I do. And, like, yo, that's cool. So, like, yeah, no doubt, man. I, I, had, I had a lot of fun doing it. And then eventually, like, yo, it just died down, you know. Like, we, everyone got older, different paths and all that. So, it was cool. But, like, for the time being, man, yo, I was with it. I was 100% with it. Honestly, that's really cool. I like the fact that you, <laughs> you're, like, honestly a pioneer in the sense of, like, early <laughs> era of online gaming because if it wasn't for cats, like, and I'm not saying that hyperbolically, like, if it wasn't for people yeah. taking that initiative, showing up at the tournaments, doing those things back then, it wouldn't be the industry that it is today. And... 100%. 100%. Like, the esports is blowing up. Like, you know, like, you know, they're talking about doing it in the Olympics and all that, but, like, before like MLG or Major League Gaming, like it was very like very small word of mouth, and you really had to go like search out for it. So like to see how it's become now, it's just like if I had a if I had a hand in it, which or even if it's like a small percentage, and yo man, I'm good with it. Did you ever go to New Gen and all that? I was at New Gen, but I wasn't more so on like the uh, computer games. Like I wasn't on Counter Strike or like uh, Starcraft. I was more like a console gamer. But like yeah, I was at New Gen and. Uh, What's the other one that was by Snowden? Forgot the name. Fuck, I forgot that existed till you just said it. I don't remember its name, but I know what you're talking about. Mm, For the people forgot, out there, forgot, these are like... I forgot uh, the name, yeah. Basically... The name. It, was the it was the crosser in the metro, but I forgot the name. But yeah, there was one over there as well. I was then, there too. I forgot the name, though. And then like, yeah, these are just like basically video game bars. I don't know how else to put it. Like you'd show up, pay your yeah. 2 <laughs> for an hour. You're renting a exactly. fucking computer slash whatever. You you gamed and they sold you junk food. Yeah. <laughs> yo, Nugent, yo, Nugent was crusty, bro. That thing was like full contact and like people were there for hours, just like eating chips. 
and like gaming with like soda like it was bad but like yo it's not like a it like smell like bo people didn't shower but that's what <laughs> gaming was back then bro you know what i mean like people were just they're dedicating their whole time to video games so it is what it is man yeah it's a wild concept and then the internet appeared and it's like well we don't need nugent no more <laughs> no that's it that's it you know that's what happens man you know uh you know like evolution so and then nugent is what it was but yo that's still the staple of montreal man people that are from montreal especially like dg you know if you're like grew up in our era like yeah nugent is like a staple absolutely um i never actually played well, i went one time actually i lied i went to nugent one time played counter-strike one time got destroyed and said Fuck this. <laughs> Never went back yeah, to yeah, that's what I like, yeah, 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 I hear you. Oh, yeah, at least you tried it, bro. At least you tried it. I was like, I remember the one time I went. But um, so it, what happens when you get to Sejep? Like, how does that change out for you? And where do you go to Sejep? Um, I was at Vanier. Went to Vanier. And then, like, Sejep was, like, a whole new, like, group of friends. Like, the guys that I went with in, that I was in high school with, you know, they went to, like, different colleges. Especially, like, they went to French. I, I ended up, I was in a French uh, high school. And then I went to uh, English Egypt. So all those guys went to like a French Egypt and I went to English. And then I had to like, you know, I I made like some new friends over there. And after the whole like kind of dynamic change and like my entourage changed, you know, I changed. I ended up like figuring out myself and all that stuff, like what I ended up really liking and stuff like that. So uh, it was a good experience. Your venue was cool. Like I was between that and like Dawson. I really thought I was going to end up at Dawson, but like, Vanya had the football team, so that's, like, what kind of intrigued me. Even though I didn't end up playing on the football team, but that was, like, the most, like, I was like, okay, let me just, I'll just go over there. And I feel like if I was in Dawson, like, downtown, I probably wouldn't have done well. Because, like, it's too hectic all day downtown. You know, like, Vanya's all the way in, like, in the corner, in, like, center on. So, like, I could, I could handle that. That's cool. Yeah, all things considered, there's not that much lady around Vanya. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. You know, you had the mall, which is like a bus right away, but like other than that, like it's pretty much just a school and then like go home. So like, I was good with that. So how, how, so you said you got more into like music when you got to Vanier. How, I mean, how does that get? Yeah, like, well, um, it got triggered. It was really like uh, I ended up uh, when I got to Vanier. I ended up working at the hospital. Ended up meeting up with JS. And JS and uh, my boy Ali Fresh, like they were in the music, they were doing the music together. So like I became friends with them, like our parents are friends and all that. And then after that, I got invited to like one of the studio sessions. So like I, we just went out there, whatever, vibed out. I saw what they're doing. I'm like, oh, yo, man, this kind of cool. I'm like, like I said previously, like I was always into the music, but I never like said, okay, yo, let me try to like write, you know, to it. You know what I mean? But after, yo, uh, they were doing a song. And then after I just kind of like, I forgot how it went about, but I pretty said, yo, let me get on the, let me get like, uh, let me do the remix of this. Let me just get like the first like four bars or something. Like it was like four or six bars on the song. And they're like, ah, right, yo, whatever, do the thing. They sent me the instrumental. I wrote to it. Yo, we recorded it. And from there, like, that's where it pretty much started. Yeah, stop. And this is back when you're in the yeah. Sage era. So it's like, oh, six, yeah, exactly. five, oh, six line. Uh, yeah about but like see like back then i was doing it like that too it's like i was doing it but i didn't take it seriously like a few like a few years later like very seriously like before i was just like okay yeah i'll just do this for fun and it's like oh you need a verse but let's just do this yada yada but like until like years later i'm like okay like yeah yeah let me like actually take this serious serious and i'm like at what point do you like this like the football stuff start to pick up for you uh you talking about flag 
Well, just in general, because you, oh, like, oh, you were like gaming um, yeah, yeah. in high school, right? So at some point, it has yeah, to like transition to like football. <laughs> yeah, um, well, I always been. It was always like football and basketball. I played basketball for. Um, uh, yeah, I already forgot the name. Uh, Burgundy. I was in Burgundy for a couple of years. I did basketball there. And after I did football one year in LaSalle. And after I went to Vanier and I tried out for the um, the the school there, uh, or for the team there. But it was like too much politics for me, you know? So like I did the one tryout. And I, I was just no like, yeah, I just not What kind of politics exist in Seja football tryouts, my guy? I have zero you know, idea. Like, you know, like, you know, it's like a hierarchy, you know? You could be better than someone, but like if that person's been there for. X amount of time, or if they have like connections with like a coach or something, you know, they'll get the higher up on you. So, like, I wasn't like kind of down to do all that. So, I just did the one tryout. And after like I bounced out, and after that, I just picked, I ended up picking up flag. Like, flag was more like my pace, recreational, perfect. I don't need to get hit. And then, you know, that was cool. And like, I've been playing flag for about, I started when I was like 20, 21. So, like, close to like 12 years now, bro. I've been, I've uh, been playing flag football and continuing. So, shout out to Flag Plus Football, can't lie. That's fire. So, I guess you go through the Seja, you start dabbling in music, you learn about that you don't want to play that football, and I guess what happens after that for you? Uh, so, yo, you pretty much, yo, yo I graduate after, like, uh, I was in Seja for about four years, and after, yo, we move on to university, uh, me and my boys. And then after I did university for about two years, but I found like that wasn't like my speed, you know, like I'm always studying, I didn't like way. I was in y'all, I was in like a stoner program, bro. I was in like geography, urban planning. Like honestly, I don't know what I wanted to do. That was a, that, that was a problem. I didn't know what I wanted to do. I took the wrong program. So like I did that for two years and I was just like, nah, this is not for me. And then after that, um I took a year off. And after I ended up doing a one-year like uh, intensive at LaSalle College in media and advertising. So, so like, ideally, ideally, what I should have done was go to CJEP and take communication. But I didn't know about all that back then. I just, like, let me go to CJEP. Then, uh, university, excuse me. I just go to university to say I'm going to university. I was, it was, like, more like a Van Wilder thing. Like, my two years there was, like, Van Wilder, like, just party. My first year was good. I had great, I'd, I'd, like, great grades. Second year, like, everything was, like, crashing down. I'm just like, wow kind of wasting my time and money here so let me bounce out and let me like you know recalibrate and see what i really want to do so that's what i ended up doing and after there like yo the music picked up uh started making more music with js dini ali fresh and uh you know more people around me that were making music i would like reach out to them and like you know features and all that you know kind of putting myself out there but uh yeah that's pretty much it so when you're doing this part of it, right? So how do you, so when you're getting into the music scene, like when does that like start to pick up? Like what year is that? Right year, man. Like I mean, we we started like hosting our own parties at Cabaret Underworld. Uh, I don't know what it's called now, but it used. To, I don't know if you remember what Cabaret Underworld was. That's like a big ass venue. Yeah, yeah, it's a big venue. About and they ended up changing the name and ownership. But anyways, like we were like throwing parties there like every couple of months. And like we'd throw the parties and we'd have like our own performances there. So we're doing that. And then after that, you know, we ended up doing perform. We ended up opening for uh, Bundy and like a few other rappers. So like that's where like it started picking up. And what year? Oof. That's a good question. I can't tell. I'm not, I'm not good with the years, but it was like 20, 
you know, I had to be in my early 20s, so like maybe like 22, 23. That was like about it. Like, like, yeah, about like, yeah, when I was like, like, yeah, when I was about like, when, yeah, like, when I was about like 22, 23, and like, yo, the flight football was picking up, you know what I mean? Like, so, yo, we were there, you're we were like winning. sitting there, guys, and you're all throwing parties. How do you like promote this shit? How are you guys actually like making this work so that you're able to come back? Twitter, Twitter, month after month. We were, yeah, yo, we, we were heavy on Twitter back in the day, like during that, like 2012, 2013, even 2014, like. We were heavy on Twitter, man. Like our activity on Twitter was like big. Like whenever we'd post, like there's a lot of interactions, a lot of reactions. So like very, very heavy on Twitter. Um, you know, we had like some merch. Like before like this came up, like, you know, this started like well basically no regard, not the same font. And after we had like the Twitter handle on the side. So like yo, we were selling that as well. So like it was it was kinda of big during that like those like uh between twenty twelve and twenty fourteen. So like we were doing that, and like the flight, the flight football helped a lot because we were winning, and but you know we had a lot of oh, people man, coming out to like our games um, and stuff like that. So what I really liked about watching and this is for JS that like documentary is like, it's a case study in like how to actually collectively create this, honestly culture that attracts people that may not even give a shit about you inherently. And 100%. that's the wildest thing because there are so few of those that I believe I personally like witnessed or I didn't witness this, but like, you know, like talk to people involved in it that were like, yo, we did that. It was successful. And it's like, yo, it is what it is. Yeah, for sure. Like, um, I think it's more so like genuine because when we started the flag thing, it was like, we were really like a group of friends. And there were some people on the team like we didn't know, like uh, Travis and Jordan, I didn't know them personally, knew their dad. But they ended up coming on the team and like we ended up growing up with them like i saw them as like they were young kids when they came on the team like about 16 17 and after now they're like grown men and they're like late 20s you know what i mean mm. so um that's actually it, a cool nugget funny. there so like, like so you have so young like, people yeah, like, that's important yeah young people around and like i think people create that was genuine that like a group of friends it wasn't like we were a football team or except we were just a group of guys and said let's just we'll do this and we ended up like we ended up doing it so like people could relate like wow like look at these guys you know just a bunch of like quote-unquote nobodies and they made something out of nothing so it was fun i can't lie like and that's always gonna and everyone on that team that ended up winning like i'm pretty sure they could like down the line whether it's now 10 years from now when we're older gray hair and all that they'll go back and say like that was like a chapter in their own life because it was you know it was big it was still big like for me it's always gonna be big so basically the formula is to win as a team as underdogs and that will help you get social media buzz <clears throat> i mean a little bit but it's also who we are as people like you know like you know uh you know js is nice on uh, on the social media i do my thing Dimi does his thing you know fresh does his thing like we all do our thing in our own respective ways but like yeah i think that it's all intertwined together for sure yeah, i mean like this it's because like I look at the current landscape of social media and it's not a lot of like squads on social media. It's more a lot of individuals on social media and it doesn't carry the same weight or impact as like, like when you see like y'all unified doing it, like a collective assault on these old people in this group that didn't want you there. I mean, I'm taking this from the movie. So this is JS's storytelling interpreted by me four months ago or whatever. It was amazing to watch. And it was like, I I was like, honestly, in my head taking notes, like, yo, 
who's the villain? Who are we taking on? You know, that was important too, because there was almost like, not to call them villains, but in an archetype of a story. No, villains, villains. Yeah, you're right. We were villains, 100%. No, in my opinion, y'all, because it depends on who you ask. You're the villains to one side, but you're the heroes to the other side. And so you create this, because when I hear the story, I'm not like, y'all are the fucking villains. I'm like, nah, because in my life, I empathize with the hashtag no regard crew a lot more than I empathize with the side that was maybe not into you. So mm-hmm. whoever hears the story is going to picture it however they want to picture it. But the fact that there was that level of like almost polarization, giving people a side to root for is amazing within itself. For sure. Like, and you know, that's how like most stories go. Like, you know, you can interpret it however you want and, you know, you end up picking your side and like, Maybe some people at the beginning, you know, they didn't like us, but they grew to love us. And that's what we kind of like, you know, I'll take, I'll take that for sure. Like if you end up growing to love us at the end, like, you know, that, that, that's a big check mark for us because we did it for ourselves at the end of the day, really didn't care about no one else, you know, like, like us, don't like us, you know, don't care. You know what I mean? Yeah. I have a sense of what you mean. I mean, I've talked to JS a little bit, so I have an idea of the no regard mentality. And what yeah, that's pretty table. much it. Yo, yo, the, the name holds weight, man. The name holds weight. I like it a lot. Um, so you kind of go through that run. What are some of your biggest takeaways from that? Like just being part of all of that. Oh man, um, the biggest takeaway I would say is kind of like I guess like being like the captain of the team, like. You know, like, you could just, like, sign up, register the team, that's cool. But, like, you're still, like, a group of friends, and you still have to, like, kind of, like, make it work. Like, you're not kind of there to, you're not there to, like, I could pretty much talk for everyone on the team. Like, we're not, like, we're a bunch of sore losers. Like, we don't want to lose. So, you know, we're, we, I'm not here. We're not, you know, we're, like, we're not here to waste our time. So, you know what I mean? There's, like, certain things that have to be done and, you know, and certain words where you got to make And, like, these are, like, still your friends. These are guys you can still see the next day. So, you know, like, being the captain of the team was, uh, it it helped me grow, like, and it, it taught me a lot of stuff. You know what I mean? Like, that that was kind of, like, uh, that, that that's a lot that I got from it, like, being the captain of the team, like, amongst, amongst friends. Like, there's a lot of things that, like, had to be made and, you're not you're not doing it like as a friend. I'm doing it as like the captain of the uh, as a team. You know what I mean? Like so, it's like yeah. You know, take it how take it how you want. I told. I mean, I empathize with what you're saying. I deal with people in the world that I'm in, and so when you're like the guy who's hosting an event, you're in a sense you're the captain of the event, and you have your responsibilities yeah. aren't the same as maybe all the people's equal. But I think that's really nifty. So how do you navigate that? Like, okay, so you're in charge of your friends, in a sense, in the context of a football team. Maybe not in charge, but the leader, mm-hmm. the decider yeah. of shit. So how do you, like, navigate that line and then wake up the next day and get drunk with them all and do all that shit? Because, yo, it appears like uh, that seems to be the talent of Katie. I mean, um, at the beginning, it wasn't. It, it it was it was kind of easy, but it's after we kind of won the championship, and then after you gotta start, you know, like we're going higher in the division, so like there's a certain talent that you kind of need to like kind of play. So like you know you gotta you gotta cut up some fat. So like you know that was that was tough, and that was kind of tough for me because like as I said, you know, he's like friends, so like 
I'm the person that always said, like, listen, I will let you decide, like, your own state in a way. You know, like, I won't full out tell you, like, you're off the team, but I'll let you play it out. And if you're not meeting certain expectations, you could easily bow bow out. You know what I mean? But I wouldn't go out and be like, you're off the team. But between me and you, you know this is like where it's kind of like, okay, yo, maybe I should just call it. And like some people saw it that way. Some people didn't. But for the most part, I think it's just like, I think only one person from that era, like I don't talk to anymore. Like we're not cool anymore. But other than that, everyone like we're still like on like a on a good level unless it's something i don't know you know what i mean <laughs> that's, <laughs> dope, well, that's like some real friendship yeah, no it is no it, it, no, it, it is really tough because i'm do i'm not doing this as a friend like i'm trying to better the team you know what i mean and like if that's what it is that's what it is you know and like you know it's a harsh reality you know what i mean like because at the end of the day who am i to tell you like you can't play you know what i mean but then that's why I also tell people like, yo, you'll figure it on your own. If you can't meet like a certain like uh like a playing like if you can't meet like a certain like uh like a certain play style or like you can't meet a certain level of play, like you should know like I right, this is it for me. I'm gonna just call it quits and just call it a day and we'll just move on from there. But I wouldn't personally ever tell someone like, yo, your your cuck has who am I to tell that person? You know, like me, we're the same. We came in this together, so let's just go out the same way. Yeah, that's actually really like wise in approach, because you're yeah, like that's what I was trying culpability yeah, was trying, yeah. a bit. Because a little like, bit, yeah, hundred percent. But you let people know, like, uh, it's 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 smart because then I mean, people can run it, but they know in the back of their mind every day after that that like. Oh shit! I'm holding shit back, and then if ever yeah. you lose a game, they're gonna like look in their fucking soul, and everybody's gonna know. Yeah, hundred percent. So I always, <laughs> I always let it up to the person, you know. And you know, there's always people that are always gonna be in your ear and be like, "Yo, we should do this, we should do that," and you know, they'll always be like, you know, do this, do that. But they always relied on me to like make that like final decision. You know what I mean? So it is what it is. That and that, that's like my motto for a lot of things. Like it is what it is. And I mean, I kind of like it in the context that you're using it because it's mad different than Because I actually had a conversation about it is what it is today. And a lot of people use it mad passively, right? Like, yo, life is trash, so I must play my part. It is what it is. It is what it is, yeah, yeah. And that's not the way I hear you using it where it's more like I've made a tough decision and you may not like it. Yeah. And your feelings yeah, to which it is what it is. And it's like is, a, yeah, it's a exactly. strong twist. But yeah. I mean, it's also important, right? Like, I've been thinking a lot about ideas of, like, friends, right? And you listen to, like, mm -hmm. really successful people, and they say shit like, yo, it's mad important to watch who you keep in your circle and get rid of bad fruits and shit. People who are not fruitful, you know? Like, why are they around? And then you you think about it from the perspective of a sports team, and it's kind of empirical. We either do better or we do worse. Yeah, but the principle kind of applies to everything in life, you know? your team is proper the people around you motivated and in the same direction you will as a unit kind of succeed with we'll greater it, yeah so it's wild cool because especially if you have to get rid of people on your team there might be better or worse ways to go about that shit yeah 100 100 100 man so you run in that for a minute you basically um 
basically like pushing the the you basically been doing this for 12 straight years like the same team the same everything uh more or less i mean like yo like our core like right now it's only down to like me and travis like we're the last two like remaining like you know some guys just uh, you know they just stop playing uh you know other family things you know married kid so like me and travis are like the last two from like the main core that are like remaining but like it's still like, like the you know, no rig hashtag no regard team yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, like we we took a we took a few seasons off. Like the last season we played was like last like last year, like right before like the pandemic started, and that's when like they canceled it. So we took off like two seasons, but we'll be coming back in winter. We'll be bringing back the team in winter. We're gonna do a whole. Uh, this is kind of like breaking news. Whoever's listening, I don't even know. I don't know if JS is listening. Like I didn't really tell him, but like, yeah, like me and Travis been talking. I'm like, we're gonna bring back the team like for winter, and like, uh, we're gonna run it back. We're gonna run it back. It's gonna be a whole new thing. Uh, but um, you know, it's gonna it's gonna be good. It's gonna be good. That's fire. So back to the music though. So you're running the music yeah. thing and you're doing the whole no regard thing. And then I guess, you know, things kind of shift around after a couple of years and, you know, you're still doing obviously the football thing, but are you still pushing yeah. the music thing at the same time throughout the whole thing? Yeah, for sure, man. Um, like for the people that know, like me and JF, like we've been working together like effortlessly you know like we me and him we have a lot of music like he dropped him a few solo tapes on his own you know i have yet to drop my own solo tape which i am still working on you know what i mean it's just that uh i don't want to call myself a perfectionist but like i kind of know what i want from it so like it's just not ready yet but like me me and js we have a lot a lot a lot of music and uh we've dropped uh duolitas We've dropped impromptu session one and two. Um, and like, there's just a lot of music that that's out, like on both of our computers, you know what I mean? So there's a lot of music that we're pushing, that me and him got to push together until like, I kind of like focus on my, my solo thing. Like I even have like a unreleased tape with Demi. Like it's there, it's done. Like there's just a lot of music. So the music never the hard part. Like going to the studio is never the hard part. It's just really like, the marketing and like the whole like uh delivery of it that's like you know that takes a little bit of time and how to properly do it but like to me like honestly video, like, that i don't nice, even bro. know if that many people know how to properly do it these days <clears throat> yeah but that's another thing i don't think there's a proper rollout like you just kind of like i guess go with the flow and like you know just run it and see like what works and what not like at the end of the day i think like the people decide like what's going to be hot and what's not I'm, I'm a big advocate for that even me like as a music fan you know what i mean yeah i mean i'm always an advocate for people putting out their music when they have it. when i hear people be like i got all this shit i'm like bro put out some of that shit just put it out yeah. you want to hear it and I, and, and, I, and I think that's what it is too like it's just like just drop it like uh like bro, i'm I not at the point where i excited when dog season came out like <clears throat> not because of the, the fucking thing so I heard y'all's music, and at first I was like, I don't know how I feel about y'all's music because it takes a second for me and my, like, mm -hmm. snob ass sometimes. And then the yeah. more I listened to it, the more I listened to it, and I just vibed, and I really, like, got into it. So, like, yo, that fourth quarter run it back, that shit, that shit slaps fucking hard. That one right there, yeah. oh my gosh, dude. It, like So, like, I hear it, and I'm like, 
I don't know what y'all's waiting for, but like, I'd bump it. <laughs> like, you know, yeah, like, yeah, no, no, never say. I think, I think that's a problem that we have like so much stuff. Is just that we should just like, we should just like drop it. But like, that's a conver- conversation for like me and Jess and how we're gonna yeah, like go about it. But you know what I mean? Like, it's like, just why not, bro? Like, we're not at that point where we should be holding back this stuff. Like, we have so much things just like here. But another thing that is is like a lot of visuals. Like, we need to do a little bit more visuals. I think that's something that we're gonna we're gonna work on. Like, like this end of quarter of the year, going into like twenty, yeah, twenty twenty two. My bad. Yo, still hungover from last night. Um, yeah. So like, you know, so like, yeah, you know what I mean. Um, like it's like more visuals. You know, like gotta people gotta see us more. Like the music is cool. Put it on like the streaming platforms is cool and all that, but like you gotta like see us more visually. So like that's something that we're gonna do. That we're gonna like put a step on. So what about like outside of fucking uh the let's say the music video visuals? Like for me, the best way I found to put my face on shade is this. This has been an excellent way to put okay. my face out to the world, right? And then yeah. it's had a little trickle effect back to my music. Not a crazy one, but you know, every few days actually the follower on Spotify goes up by one and I'm like, Oh say word, it works kinda slowly. Yeah, for sure. So like what kind of like, interact that way. What kind of stuff like like I'm not saying go interview people, what kind of social media stuff or other kinds of things would you be open to trying? I mean, yo, like at this point, like that's the that's another thing. Like we're not kind of like putting ourselves out there. Like I guess like people on our social media know us. Like you know, like I'm on Instagram, I'm on Twitter. Uh, you know, I'll do the IG lives here and there. But like this is something that I don't do often. Like this interview podcast, and like I don't do often that I gotta do more. Like I should reach out to like you know more people that are in that um, in that. Uh, area of music like whether it's podcasting on that interviewing and like i should just get out more you know show my face more interview more you know and let people know who's like like put a face behind the name you know what i mean like people just be able to be oh yeah katie two times but like i gotta put actual face behind it this is something more that i gotta do behind it like for real though like just watching your stories it looks like your life is pretty litty all things considered i try like i try and then and that's another thing like you know like it's uh it's uh that's what i'm looking for it's taxing it's a little taxing i won't lie it's a little taxing what i'm doing you know what i mean but like you know there's still like a image or like that i still gotta uphold of who i am even though like that's what i do you know like i go out i do my thing like i'm uh i try my best to be as social as possible like i'm very quiet in certain respects but like you get me out in like a party or club like that you know like i'm out there like you know always turn up so like you know, I I'm I'm giving you like I'm giving you a first direct cut of like my life through like IG. You know what I mean? So you know, you take it how it is. <laughs> I mean, it looks like <laughs> it's entertaining. <laughs> I was like, man. I try, bro. I try. I try. Ah, uh, but like, would you ever get to a point where you're like, I don't know, creating a little web series for yourself, like a little show, like you, like vlog, like if you live a life that's interesting, mm-hmm. vlogging is the move. Yeah, for sure. I mean, personally, myself, like, um, I would probably need like a, like you know, a videography with me, like low key, like twenty four seven, at least like when I go out. You know what I mean? That'll be something. So like, I kind of have to find like that kind of person. I mean, has the idea like cross my mind like yeah for sure how would i go about it but i just want to go about it like how other people go about their vlogging like i kind of want to do something like kind of different like out of the box type of shit you know what i mean so i don't want to do what everyone else is kind of doing so if i were to do that like i have to like take my time and like 
you know, like process it and like dissect it and like see like what's like the good like a good market for myself. I want to just do some like a basic vlog. It'll have to be something where like that people haven't seen yet. Hmm. You know, capture their attention. You know. I could see you and JS talking shit about football and shit, wrestling, whatever, just in like a podcast being like some entertaining ass like content. For sure, man. You meet him, we have like crazy conversations, man. Like whether it's like I'm at his house, we're at work, or like we just shoot in the shit, bro. It's just um, our conversations like they expand wild, very wild. And like, yeah, we're two like very creative people. He's very creative, man. He's a very creative person. So like the stuff that like, we like kind of come up with whether it's music, video ideas, whatever it may be. You know what I mean? Like uh, it's kind of crazy how like our energies match like when we link up and stuff. All right, so let's like go outside the realms of the music and the football. What are some of the other greater ambitions that Katie Times wants to pull off in his life? Because you're like you got a lot of life left, and like I imagine you're one of those dudes that can cook up a lot of things. <clears throat> Yeah, yeah, that's a good question, man. Like, I'm big. Um, um, yo, like, a lot of people been telling me I gotta, like, like, I don't want to toot my own horn, but, like, I find, like, uh, I'm kind of good with this music thing. You know, like, playlist-wise, you know, like, people been hitting me up. It's like, yo, could you make me a playlist? I need a playlist for this and that. And I'll, like, I'll throw it on the playlist for, like, 20 songs or give it to them. And, like, some people just, like, yo, man, you should really, like, pick up DJ. And I'm, like, fuck, man, if I was going to do that, I should have done that, like, earlier, you know? Like, I don't know if I want to kind of do that now, you know? But, like, that's, like, something that, like, it's a good time. I wouldn't mind. Yeah, I wouldn't mind, you know? But, like, I kind of need that, like, boost. But, like, um, ambition-wise, it's, like, yeah, I wouldn't mind, like, you know, if I could teach myself to just, yo, get on the turntables and, like, figure shit out. You know, it would be cool. Um, I wouldn't mind having my own, like, recording studio that's kind of cool so um I, I wouldn't call it like big ambitions or i guess it's like my personal goals or like just personal like things for myself you know what i mean so um so yeah those are probably like the two that i'm kind of aiming for the dj is gonna be like kind of like you know i've been like hopscotching around it but like i should get to it you, know, later. What you just described my guy I bet you could make money making playlists for people. Like, if you actually just marketed that yeah. as a service without DJing. Because as you said it to me, I'm like, hold up. Like, my work one time hit me up to make a playlist for, like, the office party. And it took me, like, a long time to make a playlist that was long enough for an office party. And if I really think about that, the company, if you find a price point that's less than a DJ, but good enough, people yeah, would like yeah. would actually pay sure. like for that curation 100 i'm like and i see it too like a lot of people don't you know like if you go to like a party and like there's no DJ, they don't want to be at their phone taking care of the music the whole time they'll rather run a playlist that's like about like you know they'll rather run a playlist that's like two hours long and just let it ride out you know and like i find like my music category is deep like i'm very open to like a lot of things like 70s 80s jazz blues you name it like i'm all for it like it's all there on my thing so so how, how you do know, you make a playlist that... then tell us a bit about that process like i don't know that many people that are like blatantly like i'm a dope ass curator how do you like how does that work um it really depends on the person and like what they ask for bro 
I mean, for the most part, like so far, it's just be like hip hop stuff. But like my boy just hit me up. He's like, yo, I need like some, uh, I need like money motivation music. And he's just like, yo, send me like a few albums that does money motivation. So I sent them like Nipsey Hustle, like Mailbox Money. I sent them some Money Man albums. You know, it's just like, you know, it was pretty much easy. It wasn't a playlist, but like, bam, I can just say that. He's like, oh, yo, respect. So like I mean, bro, if you went on TikTok and like fucking did exactly what you just described to me, it would take you no time at all, require no additional people, and <laughs> honestly, I found out there's a market of sponsored posts where mm-hmm. motherfuckers will pay you to fake review their shit. Yo, I knew I'm not even on TikTok, bro. That's one thing I'm not on, bro. I haven't got into it. Like people send me TikToks and I like I watch them, but like I haven't got into the app itself. Like I don't know. I I think I'm just like closing my mind to it. I should I should get into nah, it. I, mean, I, really I wouldn't should. have said anything except for what you just because I, I ended up interviewing a TikTok music coach. It just happened. That's What's what he that? does. Well, it's like a guru guy, like you know the ones on YouTube that tell you how to make money, except specialized okay, yeah. in how to be a TikToker in music. And and I joined his group and shit. But one of the things he does is these little music reviews. Because I'm a music reviewer back in the day. I don't really like to do it as much now. But, like, so I'm sitting there back in the day putting eight hours in these motherfucking reviews and shit, right? Mm. This motherfucker creates 15-second reviews. And because of the clout is where it is, people pay for that. And I'm sitting there going, oh, that's a, that's a different side of TikTok that makes me look at it. I mean... It's not like a hundred percent like if you gotta do work to get there. It's not like you gotta do stupid corny TikTok shit. But when I started realizing there was like ways to make short form shit, like in my head, I started thinking about TikTok a little different. Like even football reactions. Like you guys watch your football games. Mm-hmm. This is like a quick yeah. idea. Like you guys run a TikTok where in fifteen seconds during your game you talk about the best play after every game. You know, 15 yeah. second video, uh, point and click shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I know. I know that, that that's a very good idea, man. I have to really, I'm pretty sure after this, I'm going to end up downloading TikTok because, you know, you know what's another thing is like, I don't like when people send me the TikToks and like, I got to open it through the browser. I need to, I want to just open it through the app. Yeah, so better. like, I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to really like, at least just maybe not sign up, but like, let me just download Honestly, the app. Honestly, though, and I, that it's, it's, I don't know. I don't know, man. TikTok, I'm going to warn you straight up. It's going to know exactly what kind of girl you like way faster than you think it should. <laughs> way faster. My boy hit. Okay, I told my boy this. He downloaded TikTok. He hit me back four hours later to confirm that. Four hours. TikTok knew exactly what kind of girl he like. That's wild, bro. That's wild. But you know what the crazy thing is? Is like I was heavy on... um. What was the app? Vine. Vine. I was heavy on Vine. Like you created? That was my thing. Yeah, but not created, but like Vine was like, I wish I could still have my Vine account because there was some like gold on that thing, man. Like very much like good gold. Like the the six second type of thing was perfect. They didn't need more than that. Like that was enough. I don't know. It was just like that era that Vine was around. Like I was able to like, you know, like 15, like when you go on like Instagram story, like yeah, 15 seconds, like six seconds is like, if you could capture something within six seconds and like make it like, like the person attention, the person's attention span doesn't like die out 
like six seconds you know it's crazy and like vine was like my thing i really wish i could get my vine account but i really wish i could bring it back somehow somewhere and that's what i kind of feel like what tiktok is was just like a uh, in like a higher version of it is that what there that's like a more like pumped up version yeah, you know what i mean and then mix it musically where you got yeah, like, exactly yeah I, I don't even know man. i'm sitting there and sometimes i'm like on because you know sometimes it really gets you and literally 10 minutes disappears but it like it it just has these really good songs and then people do the strangest coordinations to the strangest songs and I don't actually like it because it finds out what you like. And so it finds ways to sh- like if you're into parodies of dances, it's going to show you people making fun of the dances. If you're into like whatever, it's going to figure it out. And then you realize, yo, TikTok is huge. It's what it's got everything. It's like Instagram in a sense. It's just like a fuck ton of subcultures. At one point, I stumbled onto BDSM TikTok. I saw a man's in a suit because they have this dude. Wild, dude. You're wild, boy. You're wild, dog. It's- so, this was a dude in his suit, right? And they do the duet shit where it has the two screens. And he's sitting there with like a leash and shit. And he's like, yo, whatever. You're going to come home and you're going to do this. And he does like the pause like it's a rapper thing. And then girls be duetting on that shit. A homegirl I know did that. That's how I found out. And I like got in the rabbit yeah. hole. And I'm like, yo, TikTok be wild. Like people be like cosplaying shit. They do doing all kinds of narrative. Yo, I found out there's like. People who create stories through TikTok accounts, like just like they fucking film locations and you got to follow the account uh, to see what happens next. And it's like, honestly, I got way more into it. Once I got past like the people dancing and the kid shit, it's like, yo, there's like some wildly Mm. imaginative shit in TikTok that makes me kind of cool with the platform. Yo, I can't lie. There's some real good actors and like some Grammy Grammy, like there's some Grammys that could be awarded to TikTok because I see some of the like the little like mini stories or like mini series that you know, especially like on Twitter or like I'm on Reddit as well. So, like, I'll see some of those stuff and I'm like, yo, man, you guys have like very good storytelling. Like, you know, don't throw this away because it's kind of like it's very good, you know. Yeah, what these I mean? people have so, Patreons uh, and shit, they're all making bank, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah for or sure. they're on you their way I mean? to it. So, uh, hopefully, I would hope so, man. Can't throw that talent away, dog. Nah, thank you. It's wild about TikTok because I'm pretty sure Canadians can't make the TikTok bank quite the same as Americans. Like, there's like a TikTok kind of bank that's going on in America. Yo, same thing with Instagram. Instagram has some fucking shit because Homeboy in the States sent me something like, bro, did you see this? And I'm, I check my Instagram account. And I'm like, it's not there, my guy. Yeah. Fucking America. Yeah, yo, the, the, yo, you know, that's like the, the downside of being in Canada. We have our good, but the outcomes are bad, you know what I mean? So, um, <laughs> It is what it is. You see there again, it is what it is. <laughs> nah, in that case, I feel that. Like, there's no point in fretting it, but it's just wildly interesting. But still, the monetization comes... Did you guys sell merch? Yeah. You know? Sell some more yeah. no regard shirts. Be like, yeah, Jazz, yeah. I'm selling yeah. your shirts. Give me a fucking cut. <laughs> <laughs> nah, man. But yeah, man. All in all, it's just like, uh, you know, we go about it. And like, uh, I'm cool with the... Uh, that's a good idea though that you gave me for the um for the uh for the playlist thing. I'm gonna have to like uh I'm gonna have to like I'm gonna have to look a little deeper than that because that is a pretty much good idea. I should start monetizing that in some way. For sure. I, just, I don't know how, but like yeah, yeah, something. Nah, man, something I, like I could that. talk to you about that after. I could give you some ideas. Uh, ah, yeah, we could do that. But yo, you're 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 right down the street, bro. I'll just pull up on you, Doug. I'll just pull up on you. We'll yeah, that's fair, we'll talk man. about that. 
as yeah, wild stills. Yeah, it's cool. I like that. I like the fact that because that's something that's also fresh. Is like there's so much interesting people that like live in this part of the city, and I feel like this part of the city gets slapped on a little bit for how much cool people's here because we're all forced to go to other places to be cool. Mm. Mm, that's a good yo. That's a good point. That's a very good point. That's a very good point. How you put that? You have to go somewhere else to be cool. Yeah, you're right. Like I don't know. You're right. Like you're you're a lot more hip than I am. Like, like what in NDG makes you go like or quote St. Luke or any of that? Where are you like? Where am I going to go? Turn up or whatever. I gotta yo. It's downtown, but like you know, there's there's a lot of characters here within the area where it's ND, like you know, NDG Montreal West. Kofi and Luke, you know, you, there's some, you know, there's some pretty dope people around here that like you wouldn't expect, but you it's know, you gotta find that. Like we're like at we're like at the end, you know what I mean? Like we're at the end, like we're not next to the highway. We're like ten, fifteen minutes from the highway and all that shit. Like we're in the like in in the back end, like the corner. Yeah, you know what I mean? You get you live pretty far. <laughs> Yeah, 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 exactly. You know, no, but you know even where like I'm where at, I'm at, man. I mean, where I'm at, like if you look at it on the map, it's a huge point you're making because it is kind of like there's no convenient reason to randomly come here. A hundred percent, unless like you live there or you have like some sort of business to do there, you have no reason to be there. Zero, zero reason. Yeah, zero. I'm, just, I'm straight up trying to tell the politicians that they could like influence having better reasons to come here because like. <laughs> No, nah, I mean, like, let's say they was throwing, like, not so much, like, the four or five groups that be doing it. And shout out the RNDG and all the people that actually do shit. But imagine, like, this city was throwing more block parties or, like, you know, letting people like you come and run some shit up in here, you know, facilitating yeah, it. Yeah, it's like you could turn it into, like, yo, I got to go to a Katie and I assume JS fucking situation. I'm like, it's Liddy and it's here. Yeah. Um, how can I answer? I was like, I feel like a lot of people like they're very like closed. Like they'll just like keep their kind of like, I guess like circle of friends or like circle of entourage, whatever it is. You know, they wouldn't want to like kind of reach out to someone else to do something, and that's what I find is like a big problem in Montreal. Like you know, like people don't like. Uh, I'm like, I've heard I've heard other people speak about it. Uh, you know, it's just like the whole um. I guess you could call it like a partnership. Mm. You know what I mean? Or like collab. Like you don't see that too much in much. Everyone's just like, I'll just fend for myself. I'll just make it on my own. I'll just do this with the group of people that I'm with. You know, I won't reach out to like X, Y, and Z. I'll just do it on my own. And like, if it works, it works. If not, then you know, fuck it. I want to just big up the young ones because they are not replicating that. I just want to big up. I've no, seen they, 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 a lot they, of young they, ones collaborate together. You, I've seen a lot of young ones that I discover featured and followed by a lot of other young ones that I'm discovering. And I'm like, oh, they all know mm. who each other is. That's wildly interesting. Yeah. But I encountered cool. a, a whole bunch. But I also feel like our whole lives we were put into fishbowl environments that like kind of got us to. And then all of a sudden we're like put into the world with no fishbowl environment no more. And it's kind of yeah. hard. like So that's why I'm like a facilitation. Like that's why I'm going to the park on Sundays now at the Amp and shit, which y'all can come through. I feel that. I feel that. Shout out to you. Uh, yeah, I heard yeah, football yeah. fucking shit Sunday. Good luck. And I, I was like, fair enough, Jess. I understand that it's not a good day for the football world. <laughs> but um, but then it's like, yo, but that's the kind of, you know what I'm saying? Like you can come. Whoever wants. And it's not like just to plug it, but it's like I'm trying to like show like what I mean by facilitation of this. You create the environment. 
and make it dope and people that maybe don't live here want to come here for once no for sure man and yo i shout out to you for that i thought you guys did that thing uh was it last week yeah that's it was at oxford park but it was like a big thing because i said i saw my boy wasi was out there uh yo did that and uh yo man it's it's a dope thing that you're doing and i really hope like more people reach out to you i mean yo it's gonna start be getting cold soon so like yeah it's, it's you know yeah, we, mid-october probably latest mid-october like, yeah yeah you know what i mean like yo, it's but then, all yo, weather from, permitting but when I look at it, it's like, then you get to the next part of it. All right, so say the winter comes. Somebody like, y'all, y'all know how to actually throw parties that are lit, you know? Yeah, Maybe but, just... like, because of the COVID thing, well, I don't know how it's going to work, but, like, we've, we, we, we've talked about that, that like, we got to, like, host, like, another, like, we have to get back in that. So, like, we're kind of looking at, like, venues. Like, Cabaret was, like, our, like, bread and butter, man. I wish that was still around. Or, like, the same ownership. I mean, it's still around under a different name, but, like, yeah. We need to find like another like well, cabaret in the world. They're opening up a venue in DG. Where at? Like across from Girard. One of the churches or something's abandoned or whatever. And one of them buildings they're going to flip into a venue. Okay. Apparently, I don't know when because it's life and shit. But yeah, yeah, yeah. So it got me thinking like, what about like the loft side of it all? The private party version where it's more low key. Yeah, that's what like we're kind of more like more into. Oh, it's like, the old theater you know, with the Egyptian figures on it. Old theater with the oh yeah for real. Yeah, that was what okay. the mayor was saying. She was like, "Yeah, we're okay. gonna flip that into a venue. It's like greenlit and it's gonna calm." So like I'm okay, like, so that's why not coming to like next year though. Yeah, probably, I don't know. Wait, bro, like, we don't even or, know who's in power. Yeah, I don't even know, right? Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm, I'm just talking on my ass, but like yeah. Um, yeah, I'm all for, like, the private parties, you know, word of mouth type of thing. Like, that's what I'm more like, you know, clubs are cool and all that. But, like, I find people vibe out their best at, like, you know, come to a little private bar, you know, where you pay a little five, ten bucks to get in, whether it's a BYOB, whatever it is, you know. You know, you're going to see the people at their best at those type of things in comparison to, like, a club, you know, with, like, restrictions on X, Y, and Z. Like, you know, just you come vibe out. Just don't break down the place, you know, turn up as much as you want. That's what we all here for. You know, I, I turn up. Yo, if you follow me on IG, you see me turn up, shirt off. So, like, you know, we out there. But, like, yeah, like, I'm going to shirt off. Like, it's just like a flex for y'all. Like, fuck that. If you're wearing a shirt, <laughs> it's a bad party. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, like, you know what I mean? Like, I was at my boy's Airbnb last night, and, like, it was getting hot in there. And I just said, yo, man, the shirt's going to come off. I'm like, I don't care. You know, I can't do that in a club. Like, the bouncer is going to tell me to put it on or kick me out. So you're able to just, but, like, rent an Airbnb, throw parties, and it's legit. And I'm, I'm asking because, like, I just never did it because I'm, like, I read rules yeah. and I'm, like, well, I'm not supposed to throw a party, I think. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, they're a little, like, they're a little bit on the expensive side to, like, to get that done. But, like, you know, like, my party, there's easily, like. Like, are there just places that I, let you rent it for a party? Yeah, for more or less, like, yeah, or, like, you end up talking to the guy that's doing it, and you'll be like, how many people? And, like, you'll be like, yeah, only, like, you know, 10, 15, but there end up being, like, 50, 55 people. You know what I mean? Like, sorry. You know, you know, clean up in the morning, and nothing's broken. You know, mind you, they get their money, you get your fun. Everyone's happy, bro. So, wow. but, like, I don't want to do the Airbnb. Like, if I could just, if we could get a venue 
So like, I don't know if any venues are gonna end up watching this this pod, but like, holla at me. Nah, but even like, then, if I wanna, found we, venues, we want to so. get that popping. Yeah, yeah, we want to kind of get that popping going into the new year, man, for sure. Or more like get spaces. Back to the party. There's gotta be yeah, like more like spaces, spaces that are available, because then it's just gear, and gear is dealable. That's just the logistics. Yeah, yeah, we like, you know, we don't need like we don't need no bar and all that. Like, just give us a space, and we'll make it happen. Hundred percent. That's fantastic. I like that. That's the kind of ambitious shit I'm talking about. That's where it's like, but then what you're doing is you're bringing something more to the table than just like, yo, I make music, but I also throw parties, but I also do a football team. Yeah. I also do this, but I also, as well. There's, there's, there's a lot of also to it, you know, and even like with the with the spaces, it's going to be good for like artists. Like we could do like a showcase, you know, like an hour or two for like some yo, up and coming artists that come and showcase their shit. And after yo, you turn it into the party for the rest of the night. So there's a lot of things that you know th- that could go in and out about it so really not a bad idea and there's and it can only be like profitable and like you know they can only go higher from there you know what i mean so there's only an upside to it yeah and the more you do it and if we can pull that off in dg oh my gosh that would be the dream i, I mean i know it's a big stretch because there's not like it's actually like not that many options available that i've looked at i haven't looked that deep but I wonder about that. I'm gonna look deeper. If y'all are gonna do something, if I find something, oof, I'll look Yo, a little deeper. Yo, you know, yeah, hundred percent, man. You could always chop that up, bro. Always open, always open to that, man. Always, because that's something that, like, like that's another thing. Like, I find that we're really good at. Like I said, it's like the 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 party hosting, man. And I think we could do that. Like, we know how to party. Like, people that if you just go out with us, like on the regular, it's like, yo, these guys are like good people to be around. So you what know, makes for like with, a good like, party? It's just good vibes, bro. Like, don't bring your negative vibes. Don't come with your evil eye. Like, leave that all at the door. Just come with you, with your plus one or your plus three. You come with your bottle or you come with whatever is going to, you know, get you lit for that night. You know, we're not going to restrict anything open to all. But it's just, like, very positive vibes, man. Like, that's all it is, man. And that's what I noticed, like, people were missing, like, during the COVID thing. It's just, like a good like party atmosphere and i seen that like at my birthday because like my, my birthday's in july and that's when like i find like the restrictions were kind of like easing up and stuff like that so like and that's what people are like missing bro just like having a good time there's uh, people missing having like... a good time from curfew and all that like it's just like a good time they're missing so a good party is like yo bring yourself bring your good vibes and like it's not much man it's like, everything's just free of charge the only thing you're really paying for is the bottle that's the only thing that's gonna cost you money, but everything else is free of charge, man. You're bringing that, it's bringing good etiquette and all, guys. And you'll be vibing, bro. No bad vibes around here. That's incredible. <clears throat> so, when do you have anything like in coming up in the next little bit? Um, I have a single that's gonna be dropping, I just don't know when it's gonna drop. That's just everything's done, artwork, all that shit that's done. It's called Designer Talk. That's gonna be dropping. I have to figure out a date. It could be, it could it could drop at the end of the month. It could drop in October. So I would say like around there. Um, me and JS were kind of just um, planning out the next job for our next tape. It's gonna just be a small EP. Uh, like I said, we have a lot of music, so we just gotta see how we're gonna pay for all that out, throw that out there. And after we're gonna be dropping Dua Lipa too. I'm not gonna put a date on that. But um, those are like the three, like three projects that like 
in my mind that are regional. So like my single, our EP, then Dua Lipa's too. So I ain't gonna put no dates on that besides the single. The single, you should expect the single by the end of the month, beginning of October. But I'll give you that. And the EP will be following like just around that corner. But for Dua Lipa's too, I ain't gonna say nothing on that, but it's it's there, it's there. That's dope. So if album like if you had all the budget in the world, what would you do with a music video? Wow, yo, I mean him. We talk about that because like like I said, we're very creative guys. So it's like if you get if we had the money for like you know if I look at for like music videos is like Rick Ross, like he makes like mini movies. You see, like his is like eight minutes long. It's like, it's not like a really like it's really like a cinematic like beginning to end it's not just like your basic music video so like if we had the thing like yo private dance like i always said like that's probably like one of my favorite songs that we've done to date like i love private dance like private dance probably like yeah top three songs that we've probably done and your know, feedback from other people i'm seeing it like on the streaming numbers too like yo it's it, it's a song that's like kind of like popular out there so like um but like we're like when we're making music videos, like not a music video, like we want to make it a movie. That's what that that's what the goal always is. Like it's got to it's got to be like very cap captivating. You know what I mean? So it's like really like an eight minute like mini movie that we're gonna give you. Because like I said, very creative guys, and there's like a lot of like thought process that goes on and like the stuff that we want to put in our videos. So yeah. Yo, would you just like act in movies? So you see, I never like done that, and like I wanted, I don't know how I would be personally as an actor. So something like I would like, I guess I'd have to try out. I have to try it out. I don't know. I don't know how I would act. Like I don't know if I'm a good actor. So, hundred percent, I would try it out. But like, yeah, yeah, why not? Why not? I'll give it a shot. Ain't gonna hurt. Love it. Um, <clears throat> and still, man, I appreciate you coming through, KD. You already know, dog. Anytime, dog, we're going to run it up. And uh, like I said, yo, you're only down the street from me, so we'll definitely chop it up, chop it up about what we spoke about earlier. Yeah, but uh, I always appreciate it, dog. Yo, I like what you're doing for DG. I like what you're doing with, uh, you know, you're, you know, you're bringing out all these, all the little small unknown guys and, and things like that. And you're, you know, you're giving them a voice as well. So I, I respect that. And just, you'll keep doing your thing, dog. It's much appreciated. It's one love, bro. Yeah, it's mad important, though, because, like, the one thing that always held me back was that I didn't know anything about people around me and the, what existed. And, yo, you can't be humble until you see the greatness that's mm. out there. Then it's easy to be humble because you just look around and there's just fucking wildly interesting people everywhere you look. <clears throat> like, seriously, I watched you on the big screen. For real. Like, I'm in the movie theater and you're up there playing football doing this shit now like that's a wildly interesting experience yeah it's kind of crazy you know to see yourself on the big screen you know um like when we when i went by js to like film it is like one thing but like when you go in like the movie theater at scotia bank and there's other people there kind of watching you're like oh wow yeah you know it's kind of dope it's kind of dope a different perspective but dope nonetheless you know what i mean yeah, that must have been crazy, actually. Like, did your yeah, mom come sure. and stuff? No, no, no. I had no, uh, I had no family members that couldn't make it, but uh, uh, but they're gonna end up 
still end up seeing the clips of it for sure. Uh, I'm gonna get it. I'm gonna be able to get it. Uh, show it to them on TV. But uh, it's cool. Like they they know about like my football thing, but they don't know like as deep as how JS like portrayed it. You know what I mean? So like it'll be cool for them to see like. I'm not just wasting my time doing this football thing. You know what I mean? Even though it's not bringing no dividends, but it's like something that's coming out of it for sure. I mean, yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, how many people end up being a pivotal point of a documentary at any point in their life? Who? How many people actually had that happen to them? Yeah, I know. It was dope. And, you know, he made it happen. So I'm just much appreciative for, like, the opportunity and all that and how everything, you know, fell in place. To be fair, you still had to be you doing all the you things, being interesting, kind of captivating people and being Mr. Captain Man, making the hard choices, leading the team to victory. Mm-hmm. So arguably, yeah. there's no story without you. You want to put it in that way? Yeah, for sure. You know, I, I never, I always told him that it wasn't, it was never my story. It was our story. And even though I have to hold that, like, you know, that role as the leader, captain, you know, it is what it is. I, 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 I'll take it. But like, it was our, our story at the no, time. Never my story. I hear you. I'm just saying you're still like there's yeah, no yeah. story without you. So that, that's yeah, like, without me, I, I get it. So, that's like the part you know, that makes it like kind of fucking fire. All things considered. Yeah, yeah. No, for sure, dog. For sure. No, but still, it was great to have you, man. I appreciate you coming through. I look forward to all your new stuff. Um, all your links and stuff is going to be down below. So make sure to follow, show the love, do the no things. Yeah, you know. Yo, I appreciate everybody yeah, out there know. watching this still, the live folk, the people watching this in the future. Make sure you like, follow, subscribe, all that good shit. On that note, do you have any last words for the people out there? Yo, man, just, uh, yo, we're going to get through this, uh, this crazy time that we're going through. Uh, be on the lookout for new music. We're going to be dropping, like I said, within the next couple of months, end of the year. And, uh, yo, we're going to keep pushing, man. And that's it, yo. Just uh, keep on the lookout for KD2 times. Keep on the lookout for JS. Keep on the lookout for No Regard. Yo, we're going to just, everything's going to keep moving and pushing. So I'll just, uh, I'll end it on that note. Yo, appreciate you again. And live long and prosper, everybody. Uh, no, no, dog. Hold it down, dog. Appreciate you having me, dog. Thank you.